The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I feel like, I mean, this was your idea it for this. It is my idea. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> Happy Greg Day. <laughs> I just like that you're I saying that. You like, were celebrating early, too. I see someone's gotten into the juice a little bit. I have had a little bit of juice. <laughs> it's it's like, Friday. I'm allowed to have some juice sure, before we do a show. Weekend. <laughs> that's, that's almost. <laughs> it's almost I'm going to crash so hard after this weekend. <laughs> it's been a, it's really been ramping up a lot lately. Like, I, like there what? other people have noticed. How much juice I've been drinking and how much other people have noticed been, my problem. By the way, I see you every day. You've been hiding it from me. This is the first I've seen. Because I'm aware and I'm embarrassed of it. Oh, you're keeping it secret? Oh, Maybe Greg. I should just admit everything. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Still in. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet. Wherever podcasts My name is Greg. Can I'm trying found. to sound like a normal person. I have not consumed a gallon of sugar water today. Thank you for finding us. <laughs> uh, also, thank you to everybody who is a Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club member. You can go to funemploymentradio.com slash supporter. And... Um, that from there, go ahead, sir. And I have some exciting news. I just heard from the pin guy, and I saw the picture. The pins are done, they're finished, and they are shipped. I am so very excited. So the second I get them, you will know because I will be mailing them right out to you, and I will be posting relentlessly about. So them. if you are a member of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, six ninety nine a month, uh, or for, and the first week is free, or eighty dollars for the entire year, you get some extra bonuses with the eighty dollars. Uh, but regardless, you get a Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club pin. The brand new pins that will be coming in the mail. And these are limited soon. edition, but we do have extras. We did order some. So if you decide to become a supporter, if you're not one already, just become one today. Well, yeah. If you join, you, yeah, if you you're going to get a pin. You're yeah. always going to get a pin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so join the join the Fun Employment Radio Supporters the, Club. Of the coolest club. Indeed. We're not that. Not really cool, but a Well, club. you're really selling this here. I feel like your pitch like started really good, and then it well, went— Well, you kept, you kept interrupting me. I think that your sugar water— it's making you interrupt. Do you want to do it again? Do you want to do the pitch again? <sighs> okay. Okay. Let's start from. Okay. Let's try it again. Let's take two. <clears throat> You're starting. Oh, and uh, also a big thank you to everybody who joins the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club. Go oh. to funemploymentradio.com slash supporter. I'm so excited because I just heard from the pin guy and all of our pins are present and accounted for. They're all finished and he is shipping them my way. I'm so, so very excited. So if you are a member of the FERSC, that means that you too get one of these delightful pins. So become one today. Absolutely. $6.99 a month. The first week is free or $80 <laughs> for the entire year. And you get some extra bonuses with the year membership. But just go to funemploymentradio.com slash supporter and learn all about it and all of the magical bells and whistles that you get with it. Um, all right. So you we don't do get have... a bell or a whistle with it. Well, no. But I mean, that I was sending them to there to go look at it and then they would figure it out. All right. Uh, you're Let's talk about what Twitch. was going on in the beginning. <laughs> all right. Before we get into today's show, because this is episode 1977. And which does, uh, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Oh, man. And which is why Sarah's calling it uh, Greg Day. Uh, I do have to, I wasn't planning on making these confessions on the show, but I feel like I kind of need to. Like part of this show is going, (laughs) part of this show is, you know, we use it, we use the show for ourselves, you know, hopefully for everybody else, it's it's some entertainment. And for for us, sometimes it's, it's more of a therapy. Therapy, and I feel like this helps keep me honest, and I need to call out something. And I've had this problem before, 
And it's been an issue, and it's been brought up on the show many times. And some people have tried to exploit it. And Exploit I, it? Well, yes, by sending me this just to see how I would react on it. You know, some sycophants. But what it is is I have an issue with juice every Lame now and then. Confessions. <laughs> I enjoy juice, and it's it's been an issue because I will drink a lot of it, and then I'll crash very hard, and the crash is not fun. And you, when you when but when you're riding it, man, it feels so good. I mean, it feels so good when you're riding high on a juice high. There's nothing quite like it. Because you're getting all those vitamins and a lot of sugar. And then, you know, you're just like, boom, I'm on top of the world. I can do anything. And then you crash. And so today, I'm drinking my Bolt House Farms green goodness, 52 ounces of fruit juice smoothie. I love how you're like, can I see that for a second? I've probably. you're calling it a fruit juice smoothie. That's what it says on the thing. It says fruit juice smoothie. It's got like all the vitamins in the world that you would ever want. It's very healthy. Fruit per bottle. Well, the main issue there is that um, I've probably had about mm, 20 ounces of it today. I've probably had 20 ounces out of that. You've had more than that. Oh, my no, God. Because it was Even full- before the show, it was still no. up to like, uh-uh. here. You just drank this much. No. Don't lie. That's I not probably cool. had about 20 ounces. No, I don't want to know how many calories. I don't want to know how many calories. It's, it's it's a lot, but it's good for me because it's giving me the vitamins that I need to survive and get through the day. So no, don't count it. Don't. I'm not. I'm not. Somebody else can send it in to me. I'm sure they'll let me know. Um, but right. it's been an issue. This is a lot of sugar. Well, the other thing is I've been I've talked about it before. You know, I've been back on the coconut water, and then I'm going for the aloe vera water. Why don't you just water. drink water? Water. Because I love all these different kinds of flavors. I mean, it's so hard not to. There's, we live in a world with so many different choices of fancy drinks right now, and it's always been an issue for me. And I've talked about it before. We don't need to go through it all again. From my starting with my Gatorade obsessions, even to when I was a kid with my New York seltzer water, and my clearly Canadians. Like it's it's always been a thing, and now, like I've suppressed it for so long, I feel like it's exploding, and I'm I'm trying them all at once. Usually, I'll just focus on one. For like three months, like it'll be coconut water all the time, and then I'll be like, "Okay, I'm over that," and then maybe on to the next thing. Now it's all of them at once. Lame confessions. Confessions. Fine, I'm just gonna keep on drinking my juice. Greg, that's enough juice. You need to drink something that besides things that have sugar in them. I'll do what I want. I got my juice. I got my vitamin C air fizz drink, and then I have my um. My coffee. You're the picture of health. Pick me up after that. Anyway, so that's something I was just I was just putting it out there. I'm just letting people know. I was going to do something fun for Greg Day, but now it's just spiraled into your deep juice shame. Well, that's all. I'm just putting and it out there. your hair is like getting bigger as you're talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Why is it so big? And it's just what happens. It's what, it's what happens when I'm doing this. Have you had any like actual like just water water? Today? Yeah. I had a sparkly water this morning. Greg, you have to drink water. I had a coconut sparkly water. water this morning. Greg, you have to drink real water. There's water in all of those things. I forgot about that. I did have a coconut sparkly water to start the day off. Oh, and I had a Powerade, too. Oh, my God. I do have an issue. I have had, I had a coconut sparkly water. I had a whole Powerade, but the zero-calorie one. 
And that's when I got into the juice. Oh, man. So, so far today. It's an issue. <laughs> this is a real <laughs> so issue. I forgot about that. My whole day, the first hour and a half of my day consisted of those two. Oh, boy. So, so far today, you had a car- uh, coconut sparkly water, a Powerade. Yes, yes. 30 ounces of some sort of green fake juice thing. Probably 20. Yeah. That's Stop saying 20. That's not 20 ounces. You no. had more than half of no, it. No, I've already drank out of this beforehand. This morning? No, <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> and uh, And then, yeah, about half, let's see, and then about eight ounces of, like, vitamin C water thing. I'm getting lots of fluids in me. And how much coffee? Two cups. (laughs) This is an issue. Oh, my God. Saying this out loud really is helping me out, or it's terrifying me. Wait, Stratton in Bakersfield just said, and this is in the live chat, Fun Employment Ready Supporters Club, I work at Bolt House Farms, so Greg needs to keep drinking the juice to keep me employed. Stranded. (laughs) Tell me, is Bolt House really, is it um, working there, and we won't ever say your real name, but working there, did do they pitch it to you? Like, do they try to get you to believe that it's a healthy drink? Or do they just know they're like, all right, this is just some green shit sugar water with, uh, you know, some pictures of some fruit on the outside of it. So it makes people feel like they're not drinking. There is a kiwi on the outside of it and then an apple and oh, some other kind of green asparagus or something. I don't know what's on there. Oh, but no. Yeah. Yeah. So it's clearly it's all good. That's funny. If you want to send any free samples, please send them up. Our way, I'll give you the mailing address. Uh, uh, all right. Someone anyway. says, Greg, it sounds like Wilford Brimley will be calling soon. <laughs> Diabetes. Uh, no, it's not that. By the way, we you've heard us talk about this guy before, but uh, now is the time our ice cream truck driver who drives around our weird, like, industrial area here in southeast Portland. Yeah, our studio's in an industrial building. Like, there aren't children or anything around here, but every no. year for the past yeah few years, there's this crazy old... Old man who looks exactly like Wilford Brimley, who drives this ice cream truck, and he's just angry. And he's always saying, "I've never seen him smile." Drive through like our you know abandoned warehouse district, like looking for children to lure to his ice cream. Truck. I don't know what he's doing. I think he's just angry. Super Maybe he's just angry. confused about what area he's in. I'm not sure, but he is he is very crabby. Um, okay, now everybody's giving me warnings here. Vicky's saying, "Greg, yeah, Jesus, Greg, you're going to end up with diet diabetic with all that sugar." Okay, it's not the A. Oh, no, here the Powerade had zero sugar, and the sparkling water has zero sugar. Zero sugar, zero calories in both of those things. This is regular so, water that I just put in a so bottle I'm reusing. There's no sugar in those two that I started my day off with. I feel I feel like that's pretty guilt free, right there. Zero calories, zero sugar. Sign me up. Problem is after I can't say as much about the. How much sugar is in this thing? Stranded says they try oh, to pitch. Oh, there's a lot of sugar I in that. Know. That's a problem. Okay, I got to not do that. Do you realize if you drink that whole thing, that's 60% of your allotment of sugar for the day? Of carbohydrates, basically, for the day? I didn't drink the whole thing. I only drank 20 ounces of it. Estimated. Okay, I'm all right. Anyway, let's get back to what today was about. Yeah, so anyway, Stranded, but real quick, uh, Stranded, who works for your juice company, says, um, yeah, they try to pitch <laughs> pitch the health aspect, but we all know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so. So anyway, we wanted to. So, since we've been doing this show for a long time, we, we are on episode, at least the numbered episodes. There's There's actually a lot more episodes than this as far as vacation ones and interview ones. But technically, today's episode is 
Number 1,977. Jesus. Of Fun Employment Radio. And so when we were getting closer to like the year days, since, you know, it's like, oh, we're in the 1970s, like in Mm -hmm. the 1900s. And I saw that 1977 was coming up. I'm like, wouldn't it be fun, Greg, if we make like 1977, since that was the year you were born, like a Greg day, and then 1980 can be my day because I'm significantly younger than you. So much younger. Three episodes younger. Yes, yeah. three episodes younger. Three episodes younger. Yeah. It is weird sometimes saying that out loud. It's weird to think I'm a product of the 70s. That's yeah, a strange that's weird. thing. It's really strange. It's not like I was really old enough to remember anything of it. But still, I was there. Like, I was there. You were in the 70s. I was. I wanted to be in the 70s so bad in the 90s. I wore. Well, let me tell you, as oh. somebody who experienced it, you know, I mean, it's. <laughs> I don't know if you would have been able to handle it. I mean, it's weird to think of the the craziest thing is I was alive briefly while Elvis Presley was still alive. That's kind of strange. Wow. Yeah, for like a month. For a month. For a month. You lived on the same planet as Elvis Presley. Yep. That's uh, that's some real bragging some rights. Real bragging rights. Going on there. Real bragging rights. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what what was it that you had in mind? Well, I was just thinking. I'm like, you know, since it is episode 1977 or, you know, 1977, I wanted to do like a Greg day, maybe like celebrate some Greg facts or something. Okay. And now you've already kind of done all of that with your juice stuff. No, let's get out of the juice stuff. You want to you separate yourself from your addiction? Yes. Right. I have no idea what you have done with this, so. I found your Wikipedia page. We're just going to read it out loud together. Greg oh. Nebla. Great. I have not looked at my Wikipedia page. and Don't worry. I looked at it. Nobody was mean. Somebody did uh, make mention to me on mine about how much I love uh, French fries. <laughs> well, that's all right. That's better than the other stuff. That's... Yeah, thanks for reminding me, Greg. What? Greg Nibbler from Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. Hello, Greg Nibbler. It's Greg Nibbler Day. <laughs> Hello. Greg Nibbler is an American radio host, internet television host... Musician and actor. Formerly of the Nibbler Show and the Rick Emerson Show, he is currently the host of. He hosts, along with Sarah, Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> well, before entertaining professionally, Greg held several different jobs in various industries. In college, he worked with the Albany Paper Mill, where he lost his sense of smell. Doesn't say that, does it? No, I said that. Post-college, he held jobs as a sales representative for a uniform company and also worked as a marketing director in the pool industry. Is that your pool liners? Yeah. All right, don't get distracted. Listen to me talk, and then you can correct me on the fly. Okay. Uh, Greg was the host of the long-running cult uh, talk radio show, The Nibbler Show, on KPSU, a community-based radio station in Portland, Oregon. The show featured an exaggerated version of Greg interacting with various characters and individuals. Upon entering commercial radio, he was the producer of uh, Jammin' 107.5's afternoon show, CK's Bad Boy Broadcast. Oh, oh my God. I didn't even think about that. When I do that, I'm a bad boy. Oh. I never even put that oh, together. I didn't either. Oh, Greg. That, okay, I didn't name that show. You're a bad boy. That was his name of the show. Oh, man. In addition, he was the weekend afternoon host on Rock 101 KUFO. <laughs> yeah. In 2009, Greg was picked up by the Rick Emerson Show, which was in the process of moving to KUFO, and he, let's see, he lost, after it lost his call screener to MMA, mixed martial arts, that was Richie, I think that was when he was doing his MMA stuff. 
But we transitioned away from Richie because Greg was better for the job, which is why Greg was honestly picked. Within a short period of time, Greg became an... In, in, I never know how to pronounce that word. Integral? Integral. To hear? To hear. Send it out. To, integral. Integral. The. What? <laughs> it was a Dumb and Dumber reference. You didn't get it. <laughs> to, Samsonite. To and became the production assistant for the rest of the Rick Emerson Show's tenure at CBS Radio Portland. Oh, here I am. Fun Employment Radio. When the Rick Emerson Show ended in October 2009, Greg and producer Sarah X. Dillon, that's me, began a podcast. He later recalled, oh, this is your quote it. <coughs> quote, um, we both realized that neither of us could handle the boredom of no longer doing a show. I had a makeshift recording studio in a spare bedroom in my house. So we said, no, I have to start your 70s funk music, uh, royalty-free funk music again. Let me see where This is going. really awkward. Within a week, we both realized that neither of us could handle the boredom of no longer doing a show, said Greg on Greg Nibbler Day. I had a makeshift recording studio in a spare bedroom of my house, sat down a couple of test shows to see if we had the ability to where, work one-on-one. Where was this from? When As it turned I... out, we could, exclamation point. Their show was an instant success. Oh, I like whoever wrote this. Did you write this? No. Not only from Emerson's No, audience, I'm not going to write something down and quote others myself. From around the world. The show, the show debuted on November 5th, enough. 2009 and was nominated as one of the top ten comedy podcasts in the world. That's this true. This is amazing. The exposure of Fun Employment Radio brought his and Ms. Dillon's. Thank you for that, Ms. I like being a Ms. Uh, to the not attention a ma'am. Ma'am Dillon's. Of the Blazers, who they worked for for a while. Uh, since moving to Portland, Greg has been part of the rock music scene, playing the bass and singing in such bands. This is as Princess of this Parliament. This is rather detailed. Princess of Parliament. Yeah. So, Distracted. I freelance did, terrorists. Ooh, that's not good. And most notably, Courage. I kind of want to. Okay, hold up. Actually, I would like to go in and change some of that. That's not inaccurate, but really doesn't look good right now. So, I yeah, I don't know who's... I, I can take a guess, because Princes of Parliament, that was never even really a band, so I'm pretty sure I know who went in and did that. Who did that? I'm not going to tell you. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, I'm, that was a band that never really got off the ground. We had songs, but we never. I don't think we ever played a show. That was right after Courage. You're getting kind of spazzy right now. No, the one that I, I really don't... What freelance what terrorists? Freelance terrorists might not be the best thing to have Greg Nibbler's name band associated with. Yeah. That I was in, and that was in like 2000. Maybe you should, yeah, maybe, maybe so, scrub that off because I'm also tied to you. And I've, I didn't but, name that band either. I I joined that band for a brief amount of time. Uh-huh. Yeah, so can that's I keep going one I probably Greg not. Day? I'm gonna have to figure out how to change that. <laughs> Take that one off. Princess of Parliament is fine. All right. Anyway. Are you done? Yes, I'm just, just. I haven't looked at this in a long time. This is awkward. This is extremely awkward After and uncomfortable for me. After releasing three albums you. and one music video for Rock and Roll Rodeo, Courage stopped touring regularly a few years ago. However, they do frequently reunite for reunion shows. One of which is coming up in Anchorage, Alaska. That's true. That part's not in there, but mm-hmm. yes. On the what night is the show? The twenty second. The twenty first. Twenty first. April twenty first. If you find yourself in Anchorage, Alaska. Come on up. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash Alaska. Learn more I about am, the trip and join us. I am packing. Join us. I'm getting full dressed up in courage mode for that show. 
Me too. Like I'm, I'm bringing an outfit. I am dressing up as if it's Halloween. Like awesome. I am, we're going for oh, it. Oh, Anchorage is not going to know what. Oh, what Anchorage hit them. is not going to know. They're what hit not it. Right, prepared well, for this. Uh, let's see. They do frequently re- reunite for reunion shows. The band concept is similar to Spinal Tap in that it's not a real band. Greg is. That does not say that. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> and Spinal Tap has real music too. Greg Our courage is real music. It's original Russell music. Russell Spanker third. In acting, Greg has acted in a variety of formats. This is really making me... Television I don't to like industrials. This. Greg Day. He also makes... Fre- Shh, it's Greg Day. <laughs> he also makes frequent appearances as a technology review person for digital trends, traveling with them to the Consumer Electronics Show. In addition, Greg is also the spokesperson for Metro Recycling's Meet the Box campaign. Yeah, that that was like <laughs> that's like 10, 11 years. That's a long time ago that, that was the case. Those videos are some of the most embarrassing videos ever. I I was the spokesperson in that I was hired to do that, but the videos were they they launched this recycling campaign and so everything's called the box. If you live in Portland, you probably still see the box. It's just the cardboard box that you put everything in. But I had to act with a a kid in a gigantic human-sized cardboard box that walked around as a cardboard box with legs. And it was me and my buddy, The Box, and we had adventures together. That's really an awkward name for it. Yeah. Hi, it's my friend, The hey, Box. Hey, Box, where do you want to go? Oh, Greg, don't. That's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> <coughs> we filmed all over the place. It was... It was fun. <laughs> Somehow that campaign didn't really take off. I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm shocked anyway, Greg. So that's what, that's your life thus far. That's Good it. Job. Good job. <laughs> wow. All right. So, uh, so uh, Greg Nibbler. This is going to make me want to drink more juice. Um, <laughs> Don't turn to the bottle, Greg. <laughs> Don't do it. All right. Well. Thank you to everybody who's contributed to that, however that works. Couple yeah, I was of, just A couple of discrepancies my, in there. I'm always afraid to look at mine because people are mean. Well, you realize you keep saying that, and now people are going to go fuck with them, and we're not inviting anybody to... Please don't. Yeah, it's... You keep saying it as though you're like, and I keep reading it, waiting for someone to... Like, you're... What? You're enticing people to do I'm that. I'm not enticing... Anyone who knows knows us knows that we don't want people to write mean shit about us. You know, well, yeah, I'd prefer not on not on Wikipedia. Okay, you're acting weird. Well, because this was an un, this is the most uncomfortable thing I think we've done on Fun Employment Radio forever. I, f- I feel weird with it. Yeah, you are acting weird. Yes, and maybe I'm coming down from the juice a little bit. I think so. I'm just getting a little hit here. Just a little bump. <laughs> just need a little pick me up. Between the streams is going to be rough today. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, first up, I'm kind of excited about this, and I kind of want to go and buy um, a package of these because I am going to be mailing out our FERSC pin soon. The USPS is finally releasing. Speaking of the FERC, I want to say uh, thank you to Michael, who just subscribed for... Uh, right now? For the, yeah, just joined the FERC. Michael! So while you're doing this, I'm going to shoot him over his login credentials. Okay, well then let me let me tell you about the um, 
the stamp, Mr. Rogers stamps. Oh my gosh! I know. I they've, want one. They've just released it, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to the post office to mail out our FERC pins with Mr. Rogers stamps. So not only will you get your pins, I'm going to find some Mr. Rogers stamps and put those on there too. Anyway, so the USPS has released a stamp featuring Fred Rogers, the gentle TV host who entertained and educated generations of preschoolers on Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. So it's one of the forever stamps, which means you can yeah it forever. Use it forever. It goes on sale Friday. That's today. Friday. It pictures, Mr. it pictures Mr. Rogers in his cardigan along with King Friday, who is a puppet character from uh, the show's Neighborhood of Make Believe. God, I love I know, Mr. Rogers. He's the best. Uh, postal officials are holding a dedication ceremony at the Pittsburgh studio where Rogers filmed his PBS show, which aired between 1968 and 2001. Uh, Mr. Rogers died in 2003. Among those planning to attend the ceremony are Roger's widow and Dave Newell, who played Mr. McFeely. Ah, oh, Mr. McFeely. The Mr. McFeely's man. still around? He's still alive. He's still kicking. Wow. So if you are looking for stamps, uh, may I highly recommend that you go and get yourself a Mr. Rogers stamp. All right. That was the good news. Now when, let's is go the, to the... when does the movie come out? The one with, the one with uh, Tom, Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Um, there's a documentary that's coming out about Mr. Rogers in a couple months. I don't know when. I think they're still filming that, aren't they? The other one? Yeah. I don't think it's for a while. Oh, no, I don't think it's a while either, but I'm just already excited for it. All right. That'll have to be a fun employment radio event. Oh, absolutely. All right. Now we go to a Florida man. Now from Mr. Rogers to a Florida man. Opposites. At a homestead, Florida. A South Florida's man. A South Florida man's plan. Man with a fan. (laughs) A South Florida man's plan to win back the love and affection of his ex-girlfriend... Did not go well after he tried to prove his love to her by shooting himself in the leg. How does that? How does that prove the love? I it didn't. It didn't. I'm just tried. curious how that works. Well, let's see. Let's see what he was thinking. So his name's Ivan. I'm not even going to try and pronounce his last name. 26 years old, and his girlfriend broke up in January after he cheated on her with another woman. Since that time, Ivan's ex-girlfriend says he's been trying to get her back, even showing up at her workplace, begging and crying. Yeah. Ivan, Ivan uh, called the woman at her house on March 11th, saying he was going to shoot himself in the thigh to prove how much he loves her. I, but again, I'm not... Adding that he knew he could hit an artery and that he may bleed <coughs> out, but death would be worth it. Again, I don't understand how that proves how much he loves her. Well, after like, he said the... that, she heard a gunshot and him screaming <laughs> that he needed a paramedic. When officers arrived... I mean, I'm... He did it to I'm himself. I'm sorry, yeah. You can laugh. Yeah. He's fine. He lived. Yeah. He's an idiot. He cheated on his girlfriend, then couldn't deal with the consequences, so then he shoots himself in the leg. Mike says, you've obviously never been in love, Greg. Apparently <laughs> I have not been, because I've never had the desire to shoot myself uh, in, the, I... <laughs> in an artery. <laughs> they found him with a gunshot wound to his left thigh, sitting in the passenger seat of a silver Lexus driven by an unknown person. Due to the severity of his injuries, Ivan was airlifted to Jackson South Hospital in critical condition. He was kept in the hospital under the Baker Act and mentally, uh, medically treated and mentally treated. As police found multiple firearms and ammunition inside of his home, he was arrested and charged with possession of a weapon by a convicted felon immediately after being discharged. Maybe you should think it through a little bit more. Like, A, don't cheat on your girlfriend. And B, if you're going to decide to prove your love to her by shooting yourself in the leg, maybe hide all of your contraband if you're a felon. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of shoulda, woulda, couldas. Yeah. He's just blinded by love. Blinded by love. Okay. I thought you had something else there. I wasn't sure what you were doing. 
No. Okay. Just kind of taking a little nap with my eyes open. <laughs> Sweet. Glad glad you could do that. Mm-hmm. You need some juice. You want a hit? Take a hit. Just try Just try. I a really little haven't bit. had any sugar today. I'll just let you have a little bit. I mean, it's kind of room temperature. Try it. It's pretty gross. You're going to like how you feel. It's peer pressure. Just let it hit your, just let it hit your mouth. Yeah. Just tip it up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Ew. Yeah, it tastes a little weird at first, huh? It's kind of an acquired taste. I don't like that. It was like so much sugar. It's wait like till it starts, coating my wait mouth. Wait till it starts hitting your veins, though. Ew. Now my mouth feels all like dry and sticky. Oh, yeah. Ew. That's how you know it's working. All right, got another story out of Florida. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm battling allergies You'll be too. Back I, for I more. apologize for the tissue. All right, sorry. All right, from Florida man to Florida man. This is out of Lady Lake, Florida. Florida man who was allegedly driving drunk tried to get out of it by deciding to make the good decision not of shooting himself in the leg, but decided to offer the arresting officer a handy. And it didn't work for him. This happened Wednesday night at around 10 p.m. 26-year-old Peter Hinton was driving 68 miles per hour in a 40-mile-per-hour zone, according to the arrest affidavit. Uh, The officer asked him for his registration, license, and proof of insurance. Peter pulled out a 10% off coupon for Lowe's instead and presented it to him. (laughs) Here's a 10% off (laughs) coupon at a handy. Needless to say, he was asked to step out of the car before the sobriety test could even take place. He dropped his wallet and made no attempt to pick it up. He admitted that he had, quote, had a couple of drinks at Chili's, (laughs) but had lost count as to how many (laughs) drinks he had had. At Chili's. He later specified to another officer that he was drinking Crown and Coke. Well, he blew a, a .16 on a breathalyzer. Oh, damn. That's a lot of Crown and Cokes. <laughs> went to perform. .16. And went to fail fa- several field sobriety tests uh, while trying to count from one to... I hope this this might be a joke story. I don't care. I'm just going to keep... I, I looked it up, and it's a, from a couple places. I'm pretty sure it's real. Okay. While trying to count from 1 to 50, he made it all the way to 27 and then blurted out 36. <laughs> then mumbled 43 and 44. While he was arrested and charged with his first DUI offense, while en route to Lake County Jail, Peter offered to give the officer a hand job to get out of his arrest. The officer declined. <laughs> it's all just idiot dudes. This is a dudes be crazy. At a high point, North Carolina. A North Carolina man claiming to be Jesus Christ says that he broke into a pizza hut this past weekend and called 911 because he was, quote, starving to death. Okay. 46-year-old Richard Lee Quintero told dispatchers around 4.30 in the morning after he had broken into the pizza hut, yes, my name is Jesus Christ and I just broke into the pizza hut. Quintero admitted to breaking into the uh, Pizza Hut, saying he ate pizza and drank a lot of Mountain Dew. When questioned by the 911 <laughs> dispatcher, Quintero, 46, told dispatchers that uh, he broke into it because, quote, because I'm Jesus, I can do whatever I want, and that he's, quote, tired of the Judases roaming the earth. Oh, okay. He later said that he was starving and, again, quote, everybody's been treating me mean. <laughs> Well, when police responded, they said Quintero, <laughs> a.k.a. Jesus Christ, was cooperative, and they arrested him without further incident. He was charged with felony, breaking and entering, and felony larceny after breaking, breaking and entering. He was uh, put in jail under a $1,000 bond. Jesus is back, and he is in High Point, North Carolina. All right. 
And finally, my favorite headline of the day reads as this. Man finds out celebrating $96,000 settlement with hookers is a very bad idea. <laughs> Man finds out celebrating $96,000 settlement with hookers is a very bad idea. A Bronx man who decided to go out and paint the town red for a $96,000 lawsuit settlement with three prostitutes at a motel. <laughs> three prostitutes. Wow. Lost it all. When two gun-toting friends of the hookers burst in and stole all of the money. Wait, he had $96,000 in cash? He had a suitcase with full three of $96,000 with three hookers. This is his. <laughs> so his name is Saul Vigalis, who was carrying the entire sum of the settlement in a suitcase. Why would he go get $96,000 in cash? to the Van Cortland Motel on Broadway near West 256th Street in the Bronx around 10 p.m. Sunday and called for some female company. Well, three hookers came out running over, had sex with the 30-year-old, and suggested that they had a friend stop by with more beer and cigarettes. Well, about 6.50 a.m., uh, the friend showed up, which is actually a pair of masked, gun-toting men, busted into the room, grabbed Shocking. the overstuffed Big <laughs> suitcase full of money, and left. They peeled out in the black minivan, and they're still at large. Um, Begalus says, I am haunted by this. I keep playing it over in my mind. I was surprised. Where did it go wrong? I said, what's going on? I yelled, help, help. I was depending on that money to move my family. I'm nervous. <laughs> oh, wait, the- he's trying to pull the, the family card now? Of the, it's what, a, what an innocent victim he yes. is of this? He said, I am nervous all the time now. I keep uh, playing through it no over fault and over of after his I had own. sexual relations with three hookers. <laughs> All night. I keep replaying it over and over. I see the weapon they use clearly over and over. I needed that mudly money very, very badly. Not, a, not, not as much as he needed hookers. Yeah, exactly. Like, how badly do you need that money? <laughs> Carrying it around in an overstuffed suitcase. Yes. Like, just going to go check into this motel room oh, with three prostitutes. Totally with trustworthy my bags full of money. No big deal. Uh, so cops have released photos of both the suspected gunmen and the three hookers who are all wanted for questioning. <laughs> Police say that the $96,000 cash settlement was the end result of a suit involving a, uh, involving a car accident but didn't have any further details. Again, headline is, man finds out celebrating $96,000 settlement with hookers was a very bad idea. <laughs> so maybe like deposit the money before you hire the hookers. Well, no, he had to have taken that money out. It's not like you go to the court and they're like, all right, you won. Well, Here's an overstuffed briefcase. It says a cash settlement. Do they ever pay in cash? I mean, I didn't think that actually meant you got cash. I mean, if they say cash settlement, though, isn't that cash? Or is that too, like, literal? Is it? Because uh, they don't say settlement. They say cash settlement. Um... I wouldn't think they'd just hand you an overstuffed suitcase full of cash. That doesn't seem like how that would work. I don't know. Yeah, I ever since we'll it's, it's always a check. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would. So must I don't think it's it literally a bag, a, a cash settlement. It's not a bag with like a money sign pinned yeah. on the side of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Never trust your three hookers around $96,000. That is your world of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Poor innocent Saul. All right, he did nothing to deserve that treatment, Greg. What a travesty! We need to start a GoFundMe for Saul. (laughs) He needed that money. It was mean, mean hookers. <laughs> mean hookers. All right. Uh, should we do just a little bit of ball talk? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just like a little slur- bit. Are you juice slurring? Greg, you're juice slurring. Also, I have an instant headache from having that one sip of juice. So you need another one. No, no I don't. If, don't. No, if you take one more, you'll get more. rid of the headache. I don't want any more. Take just one more, just one more little sip. <sighs> one more little sip. Gets rid of the headache, gets you, sets you straight. It really is giving me a headache. Yeah, I'll set you straight. It's a little, little bump. There you go. That'll oh, set that you straight for a little bit. Good. I'm sorry, stranded. I mean, I bet it's better if it's not room temperature. Yeah. Oh. You'll be feeling better here in a minute. Just let me know when you want some more. I'm good. You're good right now. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. So this is, of course, all about the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions. How you doing on that? Which is going? <laughs> <laughs> which is at funemploymentradio.com/toc, where you can see all the brackets that we have put together here for the NCAA Men's March Madness Insanity of the month before April. And um, let me just I'm tell you, to, it sucks. I'm trying to it find sucks. you. It sucks. The whole tournament sucks, and it's stupid, and no one should pay any attention to it from now on. <laughs> you have only 59 more possible points you can make. Stupid Gonzaga <laughs> lost a stupid, I don't know, Florida State or something stupid. I I can honestly say, and I think this is pretty fair, I don't think I have ever had a bracket worse than this one <laughs> in the history of doing this. I've never been halfway through the Sweet 16 and had three of my final four teams out. I've, I've never done this bad. Well, and the team but that I'm you not had winning at all is out. Yeah. Now, I'm not alone in this because this tournament has been, had an unprecedented number of upsets. I mean, it's crazy. So at this point, there there is one number one seed left in the whole tournament. There was four to start with. Um, I mean, it's it's just a it's a bloodbath on my bracket. It's all red. It's all scratched out red. <laughs> Somehow I'll find a way to win. Actually, the only oh my gosh, huh? There's only three games where I have any kind of a. Oh, it's bad. All right. Anyway, <clears throat> Gonzaga. I only have the. The right side going, like, that's left. That's the so. thing. There is a lot of people that, that have brackets that have been screwed. Uh, but the I have Kansas that, and Villanova going to. There's a couple of things I want to say where I want to I want to talk about some of the games that are, that are coming on there. Uh, but there is there are some people with all of these upsets that are getting upset about some of the coverage of these games. And there's... <laughs> There are people upset that the NCAA broadcasts have been showing too many people crying. And they shouldn't show people crying because these people are upset in the stands and they, they should just let them have their emotions and keep them to themselves. If you listen to this show for a long time, you know my th- thoughts on this. Bullshit. You go to, it's a, a it's a basketball game. 
and I get rooting for your team and being upset if your team loses, you decide to cry in public when your basketball team loses at a nationally broadcast game and they put the camera on you, tough luck. That's, that's, that's your luck. Greg's your real soldier to cry on. Um, it's a basketball game. This isn't some horrific thing that's happening in someone's life. And they're not even on the team. This isn't even the players we're talking about. Although if the players do it, that's still funny to me. But but the players actually have something really invested. This is you taunting people, not me. People in the stands that are bawling because their team lost, their college team that they root for, I get, and again, I'm a sports fan. I get being wrapped up in it. You get emotional with it because it's, it's really fun. And you're definitely disappointed when your team loses. Sorry, if I go to a Blazer game and you see me bawling in the stands because the Blazers lost, put the camera. That deserves some public shaming. And I love every second of it because I, I love watching that stuff. So, does that make me heartless? Yes. Does it? Mm-hmm. Am I a heartless person for this? Yes. How many times do I have to say it? But it's so much fun. It's just a basketball game. Okay. This is an ISIS. No one's dying. So... Anyway, people are upset about it, which makes me hope all the more because this is all I have left to root for are those sweet tears of the teams getting upset. So here's what I'm going to be rooting for. Throughout the rest of the tournament, uh-huh. I'm picking the teams I want I want to have win. And right now, I want Loyola Chicago to keep on screwing up everybody's brackets. Because I want everybody to go down with me. If I can't win, no one should win. So Loyola Chicago needs to just screw up everybody's brackets. Uh, Loyola Chicago has made it to the Elite Eight. They're a number 11 seed. Taking on another team that's upset a bunch of people, Kansas State. So I'm going to root for them. That's what I'm going to do. There's more games continuing today as the Sweet 16 goes on. Then tomorrow starts the Elite Eight games. By the end of this weekend, we will know who the Final Four will be. I hope everybody loses. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Wow, you're a really <laughs> good sport, Greg. Uh, real, real good sport. It's supposed to be my day. Yeah, well, you should have been better at picking things, I guess. Anyway, Hammerhead's still leading our bracket. Mike is second. Okay, where am I at? I can't see. I was nice to you when you were ahead of me. Now I'm kicking your ass. You were not nice to me when I was ahead of you. I sure was. I gave you You your accolades. You kept saying, no, I have more points than you. And you didn't. You didn't. I gave you your accolades. You gave false information. Say say that I'm doing good. I honestly don't see where you are. I'm on the first page. That's probably because you're trying to find yourself and you're way, way back there. You're on the first page? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm at number 17. <laughs> Whatever. Uh-huh. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Only 16 people are doing better than me. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Oh, Greg. going to unfollow at Rip City Bad Boys right now because I see what they're tweeting. 
Um, give us a call, 503-575-9120. Unless you're a spammer, stop calling us. Well, no, that's not the number that they're calling. Oh. That's, that's a different thing. Sure. And that's completely off the air. Yeah, I don't think anybody knows what Everyone we're talking knows. about. Everyone knows. If you would have just let it go instead of keep talking about it. Oh, you're going down. You're crashing. I got. I need another hit. I can see it. I think it. you need another hit, too. I don't know. I don't want any more of that garbage just water. Just take one more. No, it'll make it you feel better too... for the afternoon. It'll help you get through. I still have a headache from that. It'll help you get through That's... the next hour. No, I'm okay. It's a little bump. Stop saying that. God, that's creepy. You'll be back. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You're all wonderful people. Don't forget to go to the next adventure, Spring Warehouse Sale. Yes, happening this, this weekend. weekend. Go there. And, uh, and yeah, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff because it does help us out quite a bit. And we've been posting a lot of things on Instagram. We'll have more coming on there today. Mm-hmm. And uh, thanks, everybody. Enjoy your juice. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Jesus Christ. Send me an email. Uh, Was it stranded in Bakersfield? Get a hold of me. I got some distribution issues we could do. Okay. Oh.